Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Outlook by Brooke. Now, there aren't too many things that actually went on today. However, a lot of them are big things. So there's just a handful. We'll go through it. It won't really be that long, but let's dive in. So the U.S. announced that it's um, assembling another package, a $3 billion arms package for Ukraine. And um, that is the single largest package yet. Now, this is significant because we generally, if this was a normal war, would see things right about now either staying even keel or like kind of revving down. Um, But we're still seeing Deep State try to dump their money into Ukraine, which is supposed to be their um, safe haven closed banking system. And as kind of a last-ditch effort, now they're not stupid. They have heard of gold-backed currency. They realize how many um, different places have already went gold-backed. And they are trying to just save whatever they can because they know the time's over and they know it's up. Do I honestly think that this is going towards arms? Absolutely not because it's not a winning front, not at all, for Ukraine. Every day they lose more and more of their country. Every day there's more and more stuff that comes out about how tyrannical and satanic things are there. And how Deep State has used it. But yet they're continuing to use it. It's like they don't even care. It's If they don't care that we see exactly what they're doing anymore. They cannot really afford to hide in the shadows anymore. So, oh, I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. I said million. It's $3 billion of our arms package. And so yet again, they're wasting taxpayer dollars. They don't really care about us Americans. Should we even be surprised at this point? This should make you mad that you even have to pay taxes. And then yet again, you file for your taxes at the end of the year. It's just this whole negative effect where we work to make money for a living, but it gets taxed. When we make the money and we receive it, it gets taxed again when we are paying bills or buying groceries or buying a house or buying a car to be able to go to work. And we're also seeing, you know, where people are saying that they don't want the IRS anymore. So let them send their money because God don't sleep. Neither do the White Hats. And I don't really believe that this $3 billion is going to stay in Ukraine. I don't believe it, not one bit, especially being that Russia has already seized so many different things that this could possibly be another thing that they'll just seize and Putin and Trump, they they get along well. So then we have um, John McAfee. He had made a call to his ex-girlfriend, Samantha Herrera, and um, she was Belizean saying that uh, he was still alive and that she was one of three people that knew that he was still alive. And this would make sense because we never got the 31 terabytes of data that he had. And he always said only if he was dead would we receive it. Now, that doesn't mean that he hasn't given it to the hands of the White Hats because I believe that he has. Um he collected a lot of data on a lot of people, just like Epstein, Epstein did, but he just went about it in a very different way. He already knew how corrupt this place was, and he wasn't trying to uh, 
live in this corrupt world or make friends with the corrupt world. He was trying to do what he had to do to expose it at some point after this world had just screwed him over several times. So now apparently they're saying that he's been living in Texas with her and that she's been holding cover for him for some time now. Every time that someone supposedly dies in jail, I really question it, especially from the whole Epstein didn't kill himself issue. But also, he, John McAfee had put out a tweet years before he died, or he said that if ever he would kill himself or Epstein himself, um, just know that that would be a lie because that's nothing that he would ever do. And in, um, Remembrance of that, he got his, um, this tattoo on his arm that says Schwacht with a money sign for the S, and it's kind of like his, um, his own thing for, uh, I think it's like for tokens and whatnot, and that's apparently where the terabytes of data are hidden, I don't know. It's a whole long story, but basically, I believe that he is a white hat. I believe that the other two people that probably know that, well, he says he paid them off to escape, but I don't believe that that's true because there's too many people that have too much money that can't shut their mouth. So I am believing that the people that caught and released him or um, helped him stay under the radar all this time were White Hats, um, specifically directly related to the original Q posters. Now, we have said time and time again that there's so many people that we think are dead that really aren't. And for a long time, I was under the impression that he was just a name on that list. So it's kind of interesting to see that come to fruition. And we'll see kind of where the proof leads in the next few months. But now that it's out there, it's out there. And I don't think that this would have ever been publicly announced unless it was safe enough for the world to know. And this kind of gives me a little hope because it kind of tells me that, okay, well, if John McAfee is, is out there and living and now people know about it, I believe that he had a hand in that, that Deep State can't touch him because he's not a stupid man, not by any means. So on to the next, someone had posted some pictures of a Tesla energy truck and, um, it has USDOT um, and says Tesla Energy Operations Incorporated um, out of California is what the truck says. So this is really interesting because Tesla Energy, it has a lot to do with Starlink being opened back up. And like I had said a while back, when you see small blackouts here and there, they're probably setting everything up for... Um, Starlink and to be able to swap over to Starlink and Tesla's free energy and um, if you guys didn't get to watch my episode with the cult of conspiracy when we had Matthew Reif on I highly suggest y'all do that if free energy and and Tesla files and uh, Royal his uncle Royal uh, that worked with Tesla if any of that interests you um they had this, I think it was the CIA, had someone look at papers uh, for Tesla's, all of his um, notes and whatnot he left behind after he died. They collected it, and they had one person look over it, and the person that actually got to look over it 
is Donald Trump's dad's brother, so his uncle. And in the same really weird way, uh, Matthew Reif Royal is his granddad's brother. So his great uncle. But it's just really cool. God's given us different avenues to get free energy. And it seems like some of this is kind of being implemented right now. And this is just the, the groundwork for us to move forward to be able to access Starlink and have free energy and not have all these 5G towers and all the 5G poisoning that comes with it. Especially because a lot of the 5G towers are hooked up to the vaccines that have microchips in them that people do not understand. So, very interesting and very exciting stuff to come on that front. And then we have um, Nancy Pelosi's husband's pleading guilty for a DUI charge in Northern California. They're giving him a whopping five days in jail. Is anybody else surprised? I'm definitely not. Because, let's face it, for how long have we been on a different playing field? We have to abide by all these laws and we have to abide by all these rules and we have to pay full time for all the crimes that we commit as civilians. But theirs are never the same. And if they ever get sent to jail, it's like some plush rehabilitation center that's just, you know, TVs and couches and room service. So, how, I mean, how is that a punishment at all, right? Not to mention, there's some people that have had several DUIs that spend years in jail, and it's not a plush prison at all. This is another thing I think should just really identify with the entire community of people who's ever gotten a DUI um, and their ramifications for that. They should be very angry because they have paid their dues, and Paul Pelosi obviously is not. And then the last thing I'm going to leave you with today is that yet another staffer has quit from the White House. Surprise, surprise. He's on a list of like maybe 20 people now. People are quitting left and right. Um, and even like when Jen Psaki left, I just knew that it's just deep state crumbling. It honestly is because some of these people that quote unquote just leave up and leave they may not just be up and leaving. They may actually have a tribunal. And then also, something that you guys may not be thinking about as well, they do accept um, testimonies from people in the courts for tribunals, especially when they're building cases. And so does uh, so do all of the cases that um, Durham has put together. So even if you just work in the house like uh, as a bodyguard, just like the guy that... Um, is taking a step down from the White House today. He may not have direct ties to doing illegal things. However, his job has probably allowed him to see a lot of things that are wrong um, and could possibly be leaving because he has to be in Guantanamo Bay to give his testimony on a lot of fronts, because I'm sure it's not just things about Biden, just uh, different things he's seen around the world and around the White House. And he's given an opportunity, just like a lot of the survivors of satanic ritual abuse, they can, you know, testify against their, um, I guess you could say their pimps or their uh, abusers. And a lot of these people are put under some sort of witness protection, depending on the severity of what they're testifying against and who they're testifying against. So just because someone gets um, 
quits their job or steps down. It's never an accident and never, ever an accident. It's never just, oh, I found a better job. There's always something up. And I'm not saying that everybody is bad, but I think a lot of people who don't have their own tribunals that are somewhat involved in the deep state world, even if it's just a bodyguard or a waitress or whatever, they have a story to tell. And I want you guys to remember that their stories will be told. It's part of our justice system, and it's a part of allowing them to take back their own freedom. So, another one bites the dust in the White House. We are just kind of seeing resignations all over. It's not just CEOs anymore. It's it's random people in the White House, random people from CNN, random CEOs, random prime ministers, random presidents. And I'm sure that you guys all know that when I say random, it's really not that random. It's all part of the movie and part of the plan. So, as always, you guys can follow me on Truth Social at Brooke Petrie, and I will speak to you all tomorrow.